Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and notify bell next to it. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us on an audio podcast app, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really does help boost the exposure of Going In Raw. Uh, we're also available on Patreon. Larson, today is the 31st of May. It's the last day of the month, it which means... the last day of the month. It means uh, if you get your $20 Patreon pledge in uh, and it gets processed and everything... Uh, we will be sending out these care packages very shortly. Correct. Uh, and so, but if you don't do that, and you if you, if you really want one, you, you got to wait. wait a whole nother month. You got to uh, wait. Here's the care package. What does it come with, Larson? Well, there's double-sided poster, top notch, and then someone else. A postcard, three stickers, and then a comic book, which features a tale that can only be told within the pages of a comic book. It would cost way too much money to ever make it into a, a major motion picture. We need to kick this up a notch. Screw Mecha Santa and Top Notch. We got to put Steven Larson on either side of those. That'd be You'll make that decision, huh? You'll make that decision, yeah. Oh, boy. Feelings will be hurt. I really don't care. All right, you got you to gotta help the pitch a little bit, man. Controversy creates cash. Oh, yeah. Uh, have me on your wall, please. So dull. Anyways... You know what else is dull, Steve Larson? Steve facing the wall like some character out of uh, Blair Witch Project. You know who else is facing the wall, Larson? A lot of these WWE superstars, except they're not facing the wall. Their they're facing... backs are up against it. <laughs> they're, I was going to say they're facing the door. Oh, And they're too. about to leave. Maybe. Cause it was so, you know, like the wrestling world, I don't know if you heard the Steve, is a buzz about all the bombshells. <laughs> I don't know if you heard I'm not sure this. if you're aware of this. <laughs> uh, bombshells that won John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose in WWE, real name Jonathan Good, dropped during his recent appearance on Talk is Jericho. It's already the most downloaded episode in the history of that particular podcast. Congratulations, Literally, Chris Jericho. Our recap of it has done like twice the numbers that our WrestleMania recap did. So yeah. this is this is comparable. Hot this news. is bigger this is as big or bigger than WrestleMania right oh, now. Oh, it, it, it outpaces it by several degrees. Um and, and several uh, wrestling news outlets have reached out to their sources within WWE to see how widespread Moxley's feelings are within the company. This is what Russell Votes had to say. Quote, for what it's worth, I've talked to several people connected to WWE regarding the Moxley Jericho podcast. They all agree with Mox. He's not saying anything others aren't thinking. One quote I got was, it's all true. It's a mess and it's not changing anytime soon. Vince is Vince. Uh, Fightful via Fightful Select, which you should subscribe to. You have to join their Patreon to get access to. But they, oh, they, it's, they break all sorts of stories on it's there. It's terrific. It's great. Throughout the day, you just get these little... It's like 
direct to you, personalized little chunks of news. Yeah, like to- just to you. Just to you. Just to you. So like sometimes I get them and they're just for me. They're just for Steve. Says, Other people Steve don't know here. this. No. Um, and, and they more or less, uh, based on conversation with their their sources, came to the same conclusion. Um, add to that, that Meltzer mentioned in the recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio that a lot, a lot of talents are interested in exploring options outside the company. And also, he adds that some of the names are pretty damn shocking. Ooh. Who'd be willing to explore uh, opportunities outside WB? All of which uh, gives us a picture that there's widespread discontent throughout the company. My sources tell me, Larson, my inside sources tell me that current, uh, I'm sorry, former United States champion Samoa Joe, he is looking to open a hot dog shop and he wants out of, and he wants full creative control of the hot dog shop. That is, I'm sure of his own endeavor he could get that. Oh yeah, my source is on the However, inside. However, if he has to uh, get money from investors to start up this operation, then he will have to answer in some way or another to them. Alistair Black, banana stand. No, uh, ice cream van. Well, popular to contrary belief, it's actually a banana stand. But they have frozen bananas there. That's just the rest of the development <laughs> reference, man. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Move ahead, please. Move ahead. So on the business side of things, company's not looking a whole hell of a lot better. So uh, raw ratings came in. Of course, this is fresh off the heels of an excellent double or nothing all elite wrestling debut show hell of a show great wrestling programming raw which featured zero real wrestling pretty much in the first hour Mm -hmm. that was their response yeah anyways uh average nearly 2.2 million viewers down 13 percent from the previous week and down 12 percent from what they got last year and last year they faced off against uh stanley cup playoff game and it like a massively watched uh, NBA I think it playoff was like game. A game seven yeah. Warriors. They got like fifteen million, fifteen million viewers last. So year. last year they had more competition than this year, and, and this year it was still down. They had no competition, double digits. Yeah, on Monday I believe this they had year nothing. they Unless, had nothing. There might have been a hockey game. Right, nobody watches that, uh, and it was still down thirteen percent. Correct. Holy moly. Correct. I mean. It, it, it the next couple months will be very interesting in terms of I'm sure that Fox is gonna I don't know I mean well here let's talk SmackDown uh, well, what else quick. can they do yeah because SmackDown ratings were up a they were up a little bit so uh, their ratings were back up above two million viewer mark for the first time since April 30th so about a month uh, show averaged just over two million viewers I believe about a five percent increase from the previous week the ratings thing is is sort of. So here, here's here's the bottom line on this. There are long-term contracts that are just starting. Uh, five-year deals for TV. Five-year deals. Massive amounts of money. Oh, yes. There's a lot of moving pieces in terms of making this stuff better, but there's one immovable piece, and that's Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Uh, so I, I, have, I have no idea just how bad the ratings can get uh, before there's some sort of there's sea change. some sort of sea change. We need a sea change is what we need. Um, was about a month or so ago, W stock price was around 100 bucks. Right now it's around 72. It ver- yeah, but here's the thing. It very briefly. I mean, this is one of the main problems is that it very briefly peaked at 100 dollars. 
Well, I'm looking at a graph now over the past six months, and it was on a pretty steady ascent. Peaks and valleys, nonetheless, but April 23rd, it peaked at 99.25. And since that moment, it's been in pretty steep decline. Yeah, but, I mean, let's keep things in perspective here. Six months ago, it was basically the same point it is right now. Yeah. It was at $73. Today, it's $72. So there was a brief spike, and that was upon, I remember that was upon the announcement of something. I, I don't know if it was... Was it like the upfronts or something? I don't know what it was. There was some actual thing yeah, that was, that yeah. that broke, and I forgot what it was. And it was I don't know if it was uh, Fox uh, making a big to do about it or what. I don't know. In any event, I remember it was a blip. And yeah, if you were smart, you would have invested six months ago and then cashed and then, out and then at a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's steadily been on the uprise. Like if you take a year over year approach. Uh, you can actually do that right there. I can do your date. I can do last five years. Yeah, do last five years. So September twenty eighth. I mean, look at where it was in twenty fifteen. Oh yeah, nothing. Eleven That's bucks. Eleven dollars. More or less what it was. I think. I think when the IPO was like seventeen or thirteen bucks. What was it in twenty seventeen? Only two years ago, it was at eighteen dollars. So uh, September 28th, 2018, it got up to 96 bucks. That's probably when the Fox deal that's, was announced. Or, or yeah, that's when the TV deals happened. Yeah. And then it went back down to like 65 a couple months later, and then we back up to nearly 100, and then back to around 70-something now. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless, if you take a look over the last five years, it's massive. It's huge. And that's oh, yeah. what investors look at. They look at long-term deals. Um, so when they got in back then. Well, when you're looking at the landscape yeah, of yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on, that's buy, what you're looking you know, at. You want to buy low and you know, sell high totally. If yeah. you see a company that five years ago was like $11 and right now it's a $70, you might take a closer look at that company. So, uh, in, in, but regardless, this they have, they have five years worth of big money coming in. The Saudi Arabia deal, barring just, look, we've seen how bad things have gotten in Saudi Arabia. Could they get worse in terms of public perception? Sure. But some pretty nasty things have happened, and nothing has really rattled the WWE. Like, all they do is they just sort of downplay. They just write it out. They just drop references to where the show is actually happening. That's exactly happening, what they do. And they write it out. Like, they, this is in Jeddah, this, uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they mention they, Jeddah, but they don't mention Saudi Arabia at all. Right, exactly. And But, you know, I, I would assume that this language that we've been sort of poking fun at in the promotional stuff... Uh, th this show will be comparable to or better than or whatever. Now it's just comparable. To now it. it's comparable, not as good as or better than WrestleMania. Uh, that's got to be that's got to be the replacement. Well, we can't we can't say Saudi Arabia. How can we make good on that? We'll say it's going to be the greatest show, better than your best show. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that instead. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of money coming in, and that money coming in. That's what matters. Yeah, we we said on our uh, NXT recap show that Vince is more or less, or maybe it was overrun. I don't remember which one. It was. I think it was overrun uh, today on Thursday. That Vince, based on how he structured his company, he's more or less insulated himself. Someone in our chat today mentioned that he owns eighty per, or he possesses eighty percent of uh, the voting power on the board. So uh, seemingly he can't be voted out. Right. Um, he owns just enough of the company where I would think hostile takeover would be nearly unimaginable. Um, and Ambrose on Jericho's podcast talk about how the writing structure kind of insulates him somewhat from dealing with a lot of the creative stuff. He just has to oversee it and say yes or no or rewrite things. And when he deals with to deal with talents, he sweet talks them to getting what he wants them to do. What was your favorite line from that particular line of thought? Creative process sucks. 
No, the other one that was a bit more grim than that. We all know he's going to uh, die in the chair. We all know he's going to die in the chair, yes. Yeah, and that was like an aside. And that, I mean, that to me is so matter of fact that it's got to be in stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they have their they have their creative uh, uh, their creative arm, and that's NXT. Um, Vince Vince is Vince, and, and Vince thinks that what he says is right. The only the only the only thing that we can possibly think of there are two things that we can possibly possibly think of that maybe could rattle uh, uh, investors shareholders or whatever to send that price back down potentially maybe. Uh, Cancellation on, of other shows and uh, a mass exodus of sponsors, mm-hmm. and they're not able to. Pay. That's what's happening in the Fox News right now yes. is that they cannot get a sponsor to yep. save themselves. Um, and then what you just said, if there is wiggle room uh, on the network side, we've already seen the twenty four seven title is uh, was an idea made by the USA Network, which we hadn't heard ideas from them that that, that had been pitched yeah, it had been for a while. It'd been a while. It had been a while. It'd been like since the Attitude Era when they were concerned about. Uh, uh, the, 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 the content, the salaciousness, the content. Um, and that's when they required script approval. So, uh, maybe, maybe there will be some amount of pressure from the networks. I mean, certainly this Fox thing is a big, big deal Mm -hmm. and they're looking for a certain number in the ratings. Mm -hmm. Um, well, there's a third thing too, uh, a contra, excuse me, a controversy of a magnitude that we haven't seen yet. That would befall basically Vince personally. If Ashley Massaro's deposition wasn't in, if that didn't catch fire, I don't know what can. I honestly don't. I mean, it's it's creative. You know, it's like what what big controversy? Like, okay, let's just let's throw this out there, and there's zero basis for anything. This is pure speculation. If it was similar to the Robert the the Robert Kraft situation with the Patriots, he nothing's gonna happen to that guy. No, nothing's, nothing's gonna, gonna, gonna happen, happen there. Nothing's gonna happen that's to that's that's if you actually dig in, that's some that, potentially some awful stuff happening. With that whole thing, yeah. Um, if that somehow you know reached across to oh Vince McMahon was involved, I mean there's been all sorts of little things that, and it just takes one big viral thing, perhaps. And you're right. I mean maybe that would be the case. You know that ends up on all the news and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, it had to be something horrible. You know, like the next level stuff. Like you know the Bill Cosby stuff was out there for a while, and then thanks to Hannibal Burris talking about it in his stand-up routine, it just went viral. You know, so yeah. certain things just sort of explode. Yeah. yeah. And then people start coming out of the woodwork. If something like that happened to Vince, but God, what are the, I mean, you know, I'm not sure I even wish that on anybody, you know, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want the man to die. And I don't want, I don't want to find out that all of a sudden he's this awful, awful, awful human being much beyond the weird stuff that we've already heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's just terrible. I don't want that on anybody. So, but those are the scenarios. <laughs> those are so outside of the norm yeah. of him leaving or stepping down yeah. that we're basically just stuck with this. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I don't even think, I mean, if, let's say let's say All Elite starts pulling in comparable ratings numbers to the WWE. Yeah. Um, that's going to honestly do better. That's going to that's gonna be more beneficial to like other wrestling promotions than it will be a detriment to the WWE. Let's say AEW starts pulling in $3 million every single week. Yeah. And WWE languishes around the $2 million yeah. mark. I'm sorry, $2, $2 million viewer, $2 million mark, viewer yes. mark. What then? Like really, what's, what's going to happen? What's going to change? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Like, why would no, it? No. They still have their money. Yeah. As long as well, they're unless, making. Unless there's a way for them not, or, you know, or, or Fox can pull out of the deal. 
If they're yeah, but if they're making Fox money, if they're making USA money, if they're pulling in the ratings that are you well, know, if they're pulling in ratings that satisfied their their broadcast partners. Yeah, they're they're not they're not inclined to change at all. Right, exactly. No, as long as is is it seems like as long as Vince can deliver on the bare minimum of what's required of him from USA and and Fox, there's no incentive for him to change. Right, because the money's still going to come in. Yeah, zero. <laughs> so. So, I don't. I don't think. Don't I don't know if Vince, yeah. Vince really cares about putting forth a product that a, a, a vast majority of the fan base would find interesting. I think he just wants to put forth the product that enough people will watch to keep the money in his pockets. Now, see, here, here's the thing. I, I actually think that he thinks what he's doing is great. Oh, probably is. I think he think he's probably sitting there like, oh man, some good shit. <laughs> That, exactly. He, I mean, that's what Moxley was saying. Oh, this is oh, this is good shit. Who cares about anybody he, else? He, likes he, it. he also he also makes it seem like at certain times that Vince will have his way to try to convince talents that what what is in front of him is really good. So I don't know how much of it is Vince is convinced that. Like I'm sure he really would find the juvenile nature of the pooper scooper line hilarious, based on everything you know about him, because he apparently loves his potty yeah. humor. Um, Nonetheless, it, it seems like at times when when Mox was talking about stuff, it was it was Vince trying to just convince the talent to do what he wants them to do, whether he thinks it's good or not. Oh, I, I don't think do I don't think he would try to convince somebody to do something that he doesn't think. You think Vince shows up and rewrites everything and doesn't think it's brilliant? Yeah, he might. Are you kidding me? He doesn't he doesn't write anything thinking it's not absolute gold. He thinks everything he touches is gold. It could be, and he's got enough people around him that tell validating him that. Yeah, that. That's true. You know. I think he he does his best at everything. It's just the best is crap these yeah, days. Yeah, the best is very good these days. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in the WWE, but there's you know, some, well, there's some good stuff. We focus on. I mean, honestly, like the bigger thing is just. I mean, look look at what all this talent seems to be saying. Like it's miserable there. That's that's yeah. sort of a bigger deal right there. Yeah, that is that is really the deal. Is that you know, no one wants to go to work and be miserable. You want to go to work and feel like that your efforts are appreciated and that I know. you're getting something out of it. Paycheck's nice, obviously, but yeah. you know, ideally you want to get something more than a paycheck out of your profession. So the bottom line is we're probably stuck with the kind of creative we get from WWE these days, so just appreciate what they have, and then when All Elite Wrestling happens, just you know appreciate that, and too. If you prefer that over WWE, then just stop watching WWE. Yeah. Don't force you to watch WWE. Nobody's, yeah. Uh, talking about WWE versus All Elite Wrestling. So uh, as is tradition, Triple H had a pre-takeover media call on Thursday, and uh, someone asked him about the pissant comment he made about all elite during dx's hall of fame induction and this is what we had to say transcripts are from fightful quote oh you should do this because it's triple h voice oh yeah sure okay i was gonna see if there's any more okay here we go uh here we go <clears throat> hall of fame to me there is a moment billy's there there's kind of sort of this moment where you don't sort of say there's an elephant in the room everybody sort of goes well why didn't they mention the elephant in the room it was nothing more than that and to be honest with dx if you don't do that, then you're sort of kind of not doing what we do. And trust me, a lot of it was not necessarily laid out and planned. Things just kind of went along. So what they are, for me, I don't really even think about it, to be honest. For me, when it comes to this takeover, I just want to put out the best product possible. I'm not focused on anybody else. I'm not thinking about anybody else's creative or what they said or didn't say or anything else. To me, I'm focused on this Saturday at TakeOver 25 and the brand and making everybody bigger stars coming out of it putting on the best show we possibly can for fans and continuing to grow the brand because once these people get called up, oh my God, dad is going to ruin them so bad. He's going to pedigree them, sledgehammer. I sometimes feel like this is maybe karma for my reign of terror. Vince 
now his dad is on a reign of terror and he's executing it all on on my precious talent yeah all that last part he totally didn't say he ended it and our fans and continuing to grow the brand um then he was also asked uh, if xt was going to respond to uh cody taking the sledgehammer to that was throne. so cheesy. It's pretty cheesy. Uh, at double or nothing. And this is what the game had to say, Steve. Please. For me, I don't even think about it. I just want to put on the best product possible this takeover. I'm focused on this Saturday's takeover 25 and continuing to grow the brand. Safe corporate answers from Triple H. Yeah, man. He's a serious businessman. Yeah. He wants the, be- he wants the best product and grow the brand. Totally. Oh, that's good shit. That's good shit. He's not concerned with pooper scoopers, man. No, he knows what he can. He knows what can grow the brand. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Telling you, man, how often do you think you just, man, if I just pedigree this old man one time, I can pedigree him into oblivion. I think he, I think he probably thinks that. Oh, no, that is his father-in-law, the grandfather to his children. This guy's ruining my product. That makes it even worse. He has to see him on Sunday barbecues, too. No, I think Vince works most Sundays. <laughs> uh, he's, probably, he's probably just around on the holidays for a couple hours and back to the office. You know who I'm a big fan of, Larson? Ooh. The Canellis is. Oh, yeah. Anything else to add to this? Is he going to go back to. Oh, no. I think. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, didn't mean to just roll right well, ahead. No, I just want to make sure we were. He, I mean, he basically covered it all there. Yeah. I mean, it's like, no, I'm going to just. Okay. So, no, that's a good. Okay. Focus. So, but deep down, what's going on in Triple H's heart of hearts? Two words. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to do a cry. Here, let me ask you something, guy. What if we just shot for a second? How great would it be this awesome young up and coming company, AEW, then WWE with the legacy? Let's do hey, hey, let's do some crossover stuff, okay? Triple H versus see Cody. Let's see who's really the man. <laughs> see who can book the best show. I bet it's the game right here. Yeah, and he's probably right. He could probably do We Book Raw better than anybody. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe it'd be a killer show. It could be. It could be. Oh no, I feel like Triple H is a relatively competitive guy and. Probably in his heart of hearts, he wouldn't be above uh, sticking it to him a little bit, but he's a business guy. I think, no, dude, I think it's this. I think, you know what he would love to do? I think he would love to pit his thing, NXT versus AEW. Yeah, he probably, it would be, I don't know if he'd actually outwardly do something, but if he could kind of maneuver things, so it's NXT on Fox Sports 1 head-to-head against Yeah. Oh, oh, I think he would jump at that. Yeah. I think he would totally jump at that because... Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah. Oh, he'd jump at that. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Now we can talk about the Canalysis. Boy, Wednesdays are going to be interesting. Yes, they are. I mean, well, our Thursdays anyways. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Maria Canalis got people talking over the weekend when she uh, tweeted, quote, contracts are up in three weeks. Just saying. But then in response to somebody else, she kind of 
played it off as rib by adding our gym memberships. Um, yeah, but then PW Insider is reporting apparently that Maria was not actually talking about their gym deals, but their no. WWE deals. Yeah. Adding, they apparently signed two-year contracts. So it was two years ago they came out on that yeah, it was like pay-per-view. It was, uh, it's the greatest. Um, and earlier this year, of course, we talked about it on a previous uh, episode of the new show. Reports came out, which Maria subsequently refuted that both Mike and herself requested their release from WB. Since those reports, um, they've been featured a lot more on 205 Live. But will that be enough to entice them to stay? You got Mike, who's will under prominent role on 205 Live. Be live. Oh, God, no. No, the fact that he's like he's got the most interesting story far and away on 205 Live. They're doing great on 205 he's Live. He's been on great matches every time he's out there. The, 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 the story they're doing with him is good. It's been well told so far. It's been interesting. Um, and say if they're given some assurances of treatment, not identical because that's not, not possible when Vince is overseeing it, but uh, some sort of a, a plan, again, um, for some sort of call up to the main roster following the culmination of the story. If you have that or an option to jump ship, either go back to Ring of Honor, go to New Japan, uh, or maybe All Elite. The type of assurance they would need does not exist at their level. No. It, it doesn't exist. If they were given some sort of assurance, like what we heard was rumored in terms of the Young Bucks, like if you're not happy in six months, you can get out. Um, like give us six months to prove it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you don't like it, you can get out. Then sure, stick around. I think they, they probably, you know, when like Meltzer was talking on his, on his thing, you know, I'm sure they both really want to be in WWE. They have had yeah. a long career. He's done a lot of stuff. They've been in Impact. They've done everything there. They've been in Ring of Honor. They've done some stuff in New Japan. Yeah. They've done some stuff in New Japan. That's right. Um, so they probably want to be in WWE. I don't know. For all I know, they're happy enough being on 205 Live. I don't know. Um, but uh, but then, yeah, all the stuff about them requesting their release, probably not. Uh, so, no, if they got if they got some assurances, which I kind of don't think exists at their level. No, I think I only – I mean, if, if, if Ambrose isn't given any degree of creative life and it's based on all that he accomplished and, you know, all that he did for the company. Um, then what is just pretty much Cena at this point? That's kind of interesting. He didn't he didn't even bring that up on the Talk Is Jericho podcast. Uh, in terms of, well, I wanted I, I want I wanted to use the creative aspect as leverage. He knew he just understood he was done. It might just be understood that you can't do anything about create about. Well, when creative. you get notes back from a promo and it, and it says Dean that. needs to understand why he's insulting the audience. Dean needs to stop ablibbing. No, it needs to stop rewriting his promos. Ablibbing, ablibbing. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Stop. Dean needs to stop rewriting his promos. Dean needs to stick to the script. Well, Dean then needs to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what mm -hmm. Dean. He should have wrote that back in marker. Dean needs to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. And then wipe his booty with it and give yeah, it back to give Vince. Give it back to Ryder to hand it to Vince. Yes. Oh, poor Ryder. Um. So yeah. No man, they're 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 probably gonna be gone, man. They have a they have a kid, mm -hmm. a little adorable. That child is adorable. That's an adorable baby. She's a, I follow Marie on Instagram, uh, and oh man, looks just like her, mm. little Maria Canales. But if, say if they go to a place like All Elite, um, Cody mentioned that they weren't gonna be doing a live event schedule, so we're just talking TV. Yeah. So you're talking what five shows a month, six shows a month, maybe four to six shows a month, probably. 
It's not a bad deal, and you're home the rest of the time. Well, there's also there. I mean, there's the money issue also. I mean, they've also said that they can't they can't take everybody who's jumping. Oh, ship. obviously, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Nor should it's, they? It's I don't know that they're they're definitely going to survey the scene and see who's going to offer them the that that kind of money. Having a family is a lot different than just being a dude or just a totally. dude and a wife. Totally. You know? And that bit might be one of the upsides of working in just two or five live. I don't know if the the live event demands are quite as high, but then I'm guessing the money's not as good either. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if they if they signed two years ago and they were they were a big deal coming they, in. They might still have whatever they might have appearances a, they need to do per year. Yeah, a really good. Yeah, they might have a really good downside guarantee. But that's for working X number of appearances. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So. I yeah, don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know what the future of SmackDown Live on Fox is going to look like, but apparently Paul Heyman is interested in being involved in it. Yeah, so he was asked if he'd have any interest in writing for SmackDown Live when it moves to Fox there with, what's that robot's name? Uh, Cletus. Yeah. Cletus, the NFL robot. Comicbook.com asked yeah. him this, and he said, quote, I have interest in anything that serves the product, and whether that's performing with Brock Lesnar or producing Brock Lesnar, or working with Ronda Rousey, or any of the new talents that are about to explode in 2019 and 2020, I serve at the pleasure of the WWE audience, and so that everyone knows I'm not just paying lip service with that statement. Please note, I didn't give the politically correct public relations statement of, I serve at the pleasure of the WWE universe. I meant when I said, I serve at the behest and pleasure of the WWE audience, anything that I can do to deliver to them a better product, a more forward-thinking presentation, a more innovative approach, to what WWE and or sports entertainment should be in 2020, 2021, 2022, etc. Moving forward, that's what I'm interested in being involved in. I always, I love, I love whenever they do uh, the behind the scenes stuff, like the, uh, the, I think it was the AJ24, where uh, Paul Heyman sort of pulled him aside and, and just sang his praises and uh, and AJ really sort of took it to heart. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Paul Heyman's pretty great. Um, or when uh, uh, was it when Roman announced that he would have to leave yeah, for a bit? Yeah, and he, he, one of the first people back to, to to give him a hug backstage, if I recall, was Paul Heyman. Yeah. That being said, or was that when he came back? No, I think it was when he announced. All right. I think it was. I think it was when he announced. Uh, Heyman hasn't had the best track record long term of being involved. Writing like he was on SmackDown, like 2002, 2003, when it was and it was a renaissance ratings, in terms yeah. of creative and the ratings. But you know, it's 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 a, it was seemed like a situation where he no longer endeared himself to Vince and was after that no longer writing SmackDown Live. And if I if I may be so bold, I, I think that things have gotten worse. <laughs> like as like Paul Heyman, you know, has obviously gotten older, probably uh, a little less. Uh, uh, rambunctious as he was back then. The, oh, probably. There was like, he was like hiding in a closet or under a desk listening in, or like he was listening into a meeting that he wasn't supposed to be yeah. in or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would be surprised if he was doing that stuff these days. Yeah, he seems to be handle, handle things a bit more diplomatically than he did I, back then. I kind of feel, given I think that he has a fairly successful ad agency right now, the Heyman mm-hmm. Hustle thing, mm-hmm. um, maybe he'd take on the role of like a sort of a, a, a consultant as opposed to actual head writer of SmackDown. Yeah. But if he was given full reign, boy, I, that would be, that seems like it'd be a, a risk they'd, they'd love to take. But mm-hmm. again, everything, he wouldn't have full reigns because it would have to go through Vince. And that seems like, 
a nightmare. Yeah. So I'm not sure if Paul Heyman, especially at that age, you know, he's starting to get up there a little bit. Man, do you really want after, you know, he's got free reign to do a lot of stuff. Do you want Vince like, you know, grabbing your script and just probably not, you know, probably not. I'm thinking most writers would want that. But then again, Heyman after, you know, he's had a, a, a long ongoing relationship with Vince going more than 20 years. Maybe he's one of the few people that knows how to communicate with him. That could be. I just don't know. Yeah. That could I mean, be. He's, he's obviously been trusted with, with Brock's creative. And he, from all accounts, he was very uh, a huge part of Rousey's creative, too. Um, so maybe he's one of the people that Vince more than other creative minds trusts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. We'll probably never know. Uh, yeah. Last little Speaking bit of Speaking of never knowing, you know who never knows when he's going to stop wrestling? Daniel Bryan. Well, he knows when he wants to stop wrestling, and that's right before he dies. So he did an interview with uh, Sports Illustrated. It's pretty funny because he's like half in character the whole time. Um, but about when he wants to retire, as we had to say, quote, there are people who say, I only want to do this for three or four more years, or I only want to do this until I'm 45. No, I want to do this until I'm 70. Months before I die, I want to be doing a wrestling show. I won't be able to do the stuff I do now, but I want to go out and do this thing. I've been passionate about wrestling my entire life. I want to do that my whole life. So he wants to be Terry Funk 2.0. I love it. It's great. It's awesome. His body's really going to be hurting. Something fierce. Yeah, I know. But he seems to love it, man. No, I mean, more power to him. I hope he can do it as long as he wants to. Yeah. Would you watch a 83-year-old Daniel Bryan match? We'd be around the same age. Man, he'd be just stretching people. Yeah. I just want to see him stretch people. It'd be like uh, Stu Hart yeah. down there in so the Danielson dungeon. Stomps. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of stretching. Yeah. No more drop kicks. Probably no more knee pluses. Mm-mm. It's all the bell locks all stretching. All, all submission moves. Technical wrestling. Stretching. How old is he going to be? Or what year is he going to be in the year tw- uh, uh, and, and when he's 80 well, years old? I said he was just turning 38. He's turning 38. Okay, so he's roughly our age. So 40 years from now. 40 years from now. So 2060. 2060. Holy Assuming civilization is still a thing by then. Won't be. Although probably. there's all sorts of UFOs now. Did you hear about that? The yeah. Navy has changed their guidelines on how to approach or handle UFO situations because there's so damn many of them. Maybe they're trying to help us. I think we're beyond help, man. I really do. Like, if we could just sort of wave them down. Hey! Hey, can you take I'm some I'm with this? you guys! Or, or, hey, are you guys leaving? Can you take some of this carbon with you? Yeah. From the we'll atmosphere? Not, we're, we'll just make more. Did you know? I was listening to a podcast. There's an apparatus out there that can remove carbon from the atmosphere. Take it all out. I just feel like that's encouraging bad behavior. In a way, it would be, but the problem is that you'd have to you have to store that carbon somewhere. Oh, space. No, you can't just shoot it off in space. Why not? Because that takes rockets and stuff. So you have to build facilities. Like that a I giant think... straw. It was like a giant straw, and it goes. Well, that's a cannon. You need to shoot it out. Straws are for sucking things out of. Out, out of into space. Yeah, but you want to expel something out of into space out of the gravitational what field. What is the name of this device? I don't remember. I you listening. don't even know the name of the device. How listening. do you know? I was listening to a podcast, uh, Chris Hayes podcast. How does it, what form does it store it in? I'd assume gaseous. Right. So you just... You know how gases work, do you? <laughs> you do? Yeah, if you just... Then it's just going out into the air. No, I in get space, though. Yeah, but you have to get outside the gravitational field of the Earth. Because if you just get it just out into like the upper atmosphere, guess what? It's going to suck. be sucked right back in. You just build a giant straw. Straws. Did you hear me in the first place? Yeah, but if you want to shoot it out, you don't need a straw. A you need a cannon. A tunnel to the moon. Well, then the moon is just full of carbon. 
So? That's perfect. We don't know how it's going to affect the moon. If you pump the moon. What the, do we care about the moon? If you pump the moon full of all sorts of extra mass, Psh. you can mess things up pretty seriously. No way, man. You, you just have more. You know hey, listen. They just have some more killer just, waves. Just more moon, huh? More killer waves, man. So you can have constant tsunamis. Is that what you want? Forward-looking ideas, not backwards ideas like You're yours. backwards with your damn straw idea. Get out of here with that. Straws are used to suck. <laughs> You suck. You suck. <laughs> no, you suck. To answer some questions, Chris Kaufman, uh, will, would Bayou Billy be an all-elite wrestler or a WB wrestler and why? Oh, totally a WB guy. He'd be like an impact guy. He'd be like trash. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Sinister, what are your thoughts on the titles having Velcro now instead of the snap buttons? I don't really care. Trash. I don't really care. It's trash. Come on, give me a break. It's buttons, man. Buttons are the really way. Care. Buttons seem like a pain in the ass to snap on and off. <laughs> At this point with WWE, it's like, oh, who cares? It's all for, Just slap some tape on all it. All about for convenience. It keeps yep. falling off. What do you care? Here, this company's, here's a safety pin. This company's falling into the dirt anyway. Uh, Jack Nesmith, uh, with All Elite preparing for his big tape TV debut, sorry, this fall, who do you believe should be the first champions? We're talking about world champ, tag champ, Women's champ and perhaps mid card champ. Jericho should be their first champ. Hangman Page, tag champs. I guess SCU. Oh, you think SCU rather than Young Bucks? Yeah, no. I, I, I think it's bad. I did have the perception that, like their their first champ should not all be elite. No guys. No, that's why I'm saying Jericho. For... I'm gonna say Lucha Brothers. Then. Women's champs can be Britt Baker. Oh, that's obvious. And a mid card. MJF gets the mid-card title. Yeah, that, that makes some amount of sense. Um, Lord Ziffer, do you think Moxley will be all-elite champ before this time next year? I feel like whoever gets... Well, if Hangman gets that belt first, he's going to have it for a while because I think they really want to establish him as top guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Jericho has it, I could see him dropping it sooner rather than later because he's got commitments with his band. Yeah, which is one reason I feel like they don't—they probably wouldn't put the belt on Jericho right away. Oh, I don't know, man. Jericho's Jericho's priorities. I kind of feel. I know that he's a fuzzy guy, but he is all in on this. Oh, AEW he totally is. He totally stuff, is. But man. he's got his his hands on all sorts of things. Whereas Hangman Page is dedicated to one thing. You think he wouldn't roll out in that fuzzy stage wearing that AEW? Belt? Oh, he might. Heck yeah, man. Uh, Jason Lewis, the recent stories of Vince McMahon reminds me of Jericho's view of Vince Russo. A dozen ideas, a couple are good, the rest are trash, and you didn't know the difference. Thoughts? Yeah, probably. A couple are good? That's giving him some... No, I'm joking. I, we got another person there saying, why do you guys hate WWE so much? I, I honestly don't. I think no. they have a lot of really good stuff going for them. But, you know, when there's talent that are unhappy and... Here's the thing, like it's the show clearly is not creatively living up to its potential. Nope. With the amount and level of talent it has, it is not living up nope. to its potential. Even if you like it right now, it could be far better. Oh yes. yes. Like I mean, Meltzer made a great point on the radio. You have Shinsuke. No wait, who was it? No, uh, Pachiti on Cultaholic. You have Shinsuke Nakamura there. I remember when I I, I think I saw it first the, the same as him. First time I was exposed to him was his match in NXT against Sami Zayn. And I was I was like, this guy is mega star. And what is he doing right now? Nothing. 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 So, uh, I mean, a dozen ideas, a couple are good, the rest are trash, and he doesn't know the difference. I just think that Vince 
has an idea in terms of what's good and entertaining and it kind of isn't a popular he one. He has, yeah, because if you don't uh, agree with his idea as an audience member of what's good and entertaining, then he just berates you. Mm-hmm. And all this business, we talked about this on Overrun today while filming, all this business about EC3 being buried over the Dean Ambrose stuff is is patent. That's the kind of shit where it's like you just want to smack the old guy up beside his yeah, head. Yeah, because that's stupid. Yeah, it is. that's just that's just horribly stupid. It is. Um, Alistair Drake, math, Mean Gene versus Corey Graves. That's Mean Gene. Mean Gene's an all timer. Man, the the level of personality that he had in those interviews. He was time. just as beloved as 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 most of the top stars. He was. He was. Uh, an integral part. Oh hell yeah! Telling the those, stories back of then. those years. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Lucas Soltes, mm-hmm. uh, Raptors or Warriors in the finals? He's going with the Raptors. Sorry, got to go with the Warriors. I'm no fan of the Dubs, but you got to go with the Warriors, dude. With or without Durant. Uh, let me ask you this: Are they even going to go five games? They might go six. Yeah. Toronto's playing really well right now. They're uh, one of the few teams I think defensively can. Put up a fight against the Warriors, but All I don't right. think it's going to be enough. When is that? When is the final start? Thursday. Oh, today. Ooh. Oh, that makes me happy. Keenan Murphy with Mox shooting on WB Creative. Who will be the next ex-WB star to do it? Sasha. Maybe. And if enough people keep doing it, will it ever create change in how WB does their creative? No. Because Vince won't listen to criticism of anybody. Um, who will be the next person... I mean, if Sasha were to leave, I wouldn't be surprised if she does something. She did an interview like that. If she left, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer seems to think that she's going to be back, though. Yeah. Well, she might have a ton of time on her contract and might really have no recourse unless she wants to stop wrestling. Like, if she has two years left on her deal, she might pretty much have no alternative. Interesting approach if that's the case, though. Just to leave and then just help wait till they... But maybe it's around. a situation where she just, she just need to get out of there. To, that could be to work things out. Who yeah. knows? Uh, Cameron, does Jericho beat Okada, and is that a tell all that they have a working relationship with New Japan? If Jericho wins, no, he doesn't beat Okada. Number one, and I believe New Japan when they say something, and they said that they do not have a working relationship with All Elite Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's just All Elite uh, allows you know with specifically with the Jericho deal, and then of course with the Moxley deal, Kenny they allow too. them Kenny. Kenny you know, it's like, hey, if you guys can do that, go ahead and do it. But yeah. they have said they have no working, yeah. working relationship. I do kind of wonder if because they have contractually a working relationship with the Ring of Honor. Yeah. If they can't say one way or the other, regardless. Yeah, but it just seems like it's a it's a it's a it's a convenient thing. Yeah. For the, well, I mean, it, I mean, I'm sure New Japan wants to work with any top top flight. Yeah, talent. sure. Yeah. And if the structure of the all contracts allow. Jericho or anybody to, to work in New Japan, then nothing standing in the way. Uh, Lupine Chaos, who from the WWE's women locker room do you see possibly going to All Elite? Sasha. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, I'm Roy. And I'm Maul. And we're the hosts of the new Roy and Maul podcast. That's right. I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, mm-hmm. movies, yes. TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course. Just lifestyle stuff. And give our crazy stories about our day-to-day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the New Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcast and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out. Um... Yeah, not if she has WWE. Gonna let, if she has a lot of time in her contract, yeah, she's, she's not, not going, going anytime there. soon. I'm trying to think realistically, like, I mean, I could see unless she signed some sort of big extension when she came to Maine, I could see Ember Moon, Oscar. They are doing nothing with her, man. They're doing nothing with her. Uh, Carmen M. Childers with Double or Nothing behind us and All Out being announced for Chicago. What are some of the matches you most want to see on that show? Maybe Jericho versus Hangman Page on that show. Omega versus Moxley. Those are your co-main events right there, and those are huge matches. I feel like that's what they're going to do, right? Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. I think Jericho actually actually already said that Hangman versus Jericho is going to happen at All Out. Brett said that, didn't he? (laughs) Well, he said the next pay-per-view. Yeah. But he also said next month, so... Um, Chris Chino Pena. Uh, so I like WB ever since I was a kid, but now when I watch uh, it, I'm kind of hurting from the fact that their wrestlers are being hurt by creative and or Vince. My question is, what will need to happen before WB realize that they need to change? Thanks, friendos. We kind of discussed it earlier. It's going to take like a, an absolutely huge drop in the ratings, threats of cancellation, threats from sponsors pulling out. It's going to take the company losing massive amounts of money or the prospect of the company losing massive amounts of money for anything to change. Um, Tyler Sexton, has Vince ever had a good idea that he didn't buy or luck into? Yeah, I think like the Mega Power storyline, that was probably him. That's a good story. Oh, I think Vince has had plenty of good yeah. ideas. Like uh, all of the gauntlet matches we've seen in the last year mm-hmm. or so. It seems like for the most part that's been all him. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is a good one. J- David J. After the Mox interview with Jericho, I started thinking of a comparison for Vince, and I came up with one, and that is Lorne Michaels. They both have been in their business forever and associated with one thing, but Lorne has adapted and grown, while Vince hasn't. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, I guess Lorne has kind of stayed with the times more than Vince, but SNL, like the structure of it, is not too dissimilar as it was 40 years ago. 
the thing, Lauren, Saturday Night Live lives or dies based on the talent that is yeah, there. Yeah, totally. And Lauren Michaels has an exquisite eye yeah. for talent. Yeah. The structure of the show is largely unchanged, though. Well, yeah, you don't need to change it, though. No. Uh, I guess this is M-Way T-Y-T. Um, could you do Corbin and Taker reacting to swapping bodies? Also, who should be the first five all elite champs? Let's do that part first, and then we'll do the first five. So, Hangman Page. Well, I, I think Jericho should be the first champ. Hangman, uh, Moxley, Omega. You're just going to go face, face, face? Well, Mox is like a tweener. So, he laid out. He's going to have the match against Kenny. Kenny's solidly a face. Um, Luchasaurus. <laughs> That was that was the first good answer. Sorry, got. MJF, then Luchasaurus. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jericho, Hangman, Pac. Uh, Let's see if Pac's ever. Then read. Kenny, then Luchasaurus. Um, Samuel L. Bronkowitz, please, Steve, please sing the intro to Van Halen's "Ice Cream Man" as Alistair Black. Do you know how that song goes? I do. I'm not a fan of Van Halen. Ice cream man, you see me when I'm passing by. That's how it goes. That sounds terrible. Blue Monkey G. Could any other wrestlers start their own promotion and get a TV deal like the Elite did? Who do you think could? It is like the most unique situation. Like they're, I, they're like maybe John Cena could do it. Maybe <laughs> that'd be great. Welcome to the uh, reboot of XWF. To you can't see me wrestling. <laughs> uh, WS Fletcher says, "Guess who's going to a conference in Sacramento next week?" Cool man. Let's get a beer. Hell yeah. Uh, Oscar Silva. What will have higher ratings, AEW or XFL? Keep, oh, AEW. Keep in mind, XFL is on the all the major networks. Yeah, people don't care about football unless it's the NFL, though. Um, Alexandrus Queen, uh, or Alexandrius Queen, with Triple H reporting today during the media call for Takeover that Tyler Breeze is officially with NXT again. Do you expect any other underutilized stars to make the change and go back to NXT? I think he was asked about uh, Chad Gable, Luke Harper, other talents perhaps coming back to NXT, and he just kind of said, uh, "I don't know. We're open to it, but we'll see." But I think that's a good idea. So long as it's not a situation where you have a, a huge influx of WWE talent, then this kind of makes NXT seem like a dumping ground for people who couldn't make it on the main roster. And his, I don't want that to be the answers case. answers for that are always the exact same. We move our personnel based on the deeds of the brand. Yeah. Like, which brand? The brand. Just all the brands. WWE brand. WWE brand. It's just it's just at the whims of it's like okay it's the well, whims of an old man yes yeah, so. Dad, can I? You're not doing anything with Tyler Breeze. Can I? Can I get him? Oh. Yeah, he's you know, you know the, the selfie, the selfie stick guy. <laughs> What's a selfie? <laughs> What's a selfie? What's a selfie? <laughs> Ezra Zealous with the Mox interview out. Is anyone in NXT going to want to move to Maine? If Triple H were to say you're going to Maine, kid, could they reject it? I don't think you can. Nobody can reject anything. No, no um, nobody can do that. Uh, so no, I don't think they can reject it. But if I'm in NXT right now and things are going pretty good. Uh, okay, let's end on that. I'll, I'll explore whatever options Larson, I can. Larson, keep myself there. Larson, you're in NXT. Yeah, you are. You've been there a year and a half. All right, you're solid. People like you. Yeah. Where am I on the card? Do I have any titles? Where? Am, like, give me a give me a comp. You've 
flirted. Give me a comp. What? Give a comparable wrestler. Well, I was going to say Velveteen Dream, but he's really young. And he's a champion. He's a champion right now. I know. I was going to say, like, well, Keith Lee hasn't been around that long. EC3 would have been perfect. Let's say EC3 right before his call-up. All right. What could EC3 have done to avoid the dreaded now call-up? Let me take begging out of the equation. How do you keep your head down but still get over with the fans? I mean, like, I think the the nature of those particular call-ups, ones that happened in December, it was pretty much people they weren't doing anything with. Yeah, I know. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah. None of them were involved in any sort of uh, extended stories. Could you imagine? So actually, the, 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 the situation with EC3 would be where I'd just go and, and lobby to be in a program with somebody. We should just reach out. Now, now that Now that, like, Leo Rush is, like, giving interviews and stuff, we should just reach out to EC3. He seems so broken when he's on camera. Yeah, he does. Let's reach out to him and say, hey, would you like to do an interview with us? And then if he says yes, then we'll do it. And what if he says no? We won't do it. There you go. <laughs> sounds like a, a masterfully crafted plan. <laughs> Hard to disagree with any of that, Steve. But if he says yes, oh my goodness, the views, the, the attention we'll get. We'll oh, wow. Be, we'll be real journalists. No, we won't. We still won't be journalists at all. <laughs> oh, man. How do you keep your head down, though? You don't want to get called up. I think the key is you have to be involved in a real storyline. That helps more than anything. Yeah, you're right. You have to reach out to John Gargano and be like, hey, man. I got this great idea where I can. Oh, you just start pitching stories to everybody you can. Yeah. Matt Bloom, William Regal, Triple yeah. H, yeah, Michael Cole, anybody backstage, yeah, any anybody that you know also who's not doing anything, yeah, go and say, hey, let's sit down, let's come up with the storyline, we can go pitch it. Be like, hey, man, I was reading this book, Heart of Darkness, now Road Dog, and it's like, uh, you know, the Apocalypse Now movie is based off it. What if we did something like that with me? Or we're Marlon Brando, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm Martin Sheen, yeah. Well, that's good stuff. Right so where there. you hold up at, Colonel Kurtz? <laughs> <laughs> you back in like in the boiler room of the arena? Where are you? Uh, are you at the Wawa down the street? <laughs> <about> catering. <laughs> you're stuck. You're you're holed up in the behind the Wawa yeah. down the road. What is it? <laughs> I'm in the AV department at Full Sail. Oh, yeah. Are you stuck on a ride at Disney World? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I have to not only do the search for you in Orlando, but to drive all the way across town in, to find you. I'm in that one condo uh, complex where all the wrestlers live. I'm in the I'm in the unit in the furthest from the main gate way at the back i miss the shuttle every day and so the river you have to go down is the lazy river down mm -hmm. that runs the length of this apartment <laughs> complex oh that's good you got it man you got to keep your head down thank god those guys in undisputed air are all under six feet they're good they're good and they're, they're all involved in kind of a storyline they're right? all under six feet yeah. vince is never gonna know they exist ricochet is shorter than it than any of them so he's on main yeah, but look at what he can do. Anyways, our live stream is on Patreon. It's about to cut out. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.